Welcome to Musings with Rob. My special guest today is track star of the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, track star, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, over the past 90 days, we've heard a whole lot about the Black Lives Matter movement. Can you enlighten us what the movement is and why it's important? Okay, um, I'm going to give it a little twist. I'm going to kind of give you what it is and what my interpretation of what I would like it to be, if that's okay. That's fine. Okay, so the Black Lives Matter movement is pretty much to, um, you know, show that we as a community and as, a, uh, as people matter, you know, our lives matter. We don't. We shouldn't have to deal with you know the discrimination um, when it comes to the work environment, when it comes to going into the store, or depending on where you live, or even especially with police brutality. Um, but how I kind of wish it would more so focus on is our community first, because I feel like. Our community as a whole needs a lot of work. And before we can force someone else to change, we need to make that change. So we need to, you know, address that, yes, Black lives matter. And also, in addition, Black women's lives matter. Um, we also need to look at, you know, the colorism spectrum in our own community and how you know, black women get beat down and get torn down by their own, you know, men of the community. We need to focus on stuff like that and also focus on, you know, police brutality and the workspace and things like of that nature. But we kind of have to figure out how to balance both of them because we still have that slavery mindset and we need to turn that switch off and get our own mindset because like um i can't remember his name right now but he had said you know an educated black person is something that they fear so if we come together as a whole and we can actually you know be a structured community we're unstoppable. We're an unstoppable force. So what inspired you to become a part of the protest and even participate in leadership? Uh, it was kind of, I've always wanted to be a part of like the Black Lives Matter movement, but with me being in um, New Mexico, it's kind of hard because we're, really a minor minority group here. Um, I remember someone told me that we're like unicorns. It's so rare to find someone out here <laughs> that is African-American. So it was, I was working one day and I just so happened to see people marching and I decided to um, follow the march and we got to one of the stopping points and they asked me if I wanted to speak and it was just me finally breaking like the chains in a way 
and being able to let out all of my emotions at one point and just kind of stop being sick and tired of being sick and tired in a way. Okay. Let me ask you. I have noticed that a lot of, I don't know if you are aware of this, but sports in Europe, especially the soccer, have been taking the knee at the start of every game. And because I myself am a soccer fan, I've been watching these games. And it, it doesn't really matter what the ethnicity of the people are on that field. It could be an all Caucasian team, they are still taking a knee at the whistle of the referee at the beginning of that game. And then, you know, the referee blows the whistle again and they, they rise and they continue uh, doing what they're, they're doing. Is it, I was wondering, is it uh, a celebration of or a recognition of Black Lives Matter as a movement, or do you think they're doing it to simply say black lives, regardless of whether it's in the USA or whether it's in England or whether it's in Germany, black lives matter? What, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's, I know what you're talking about with, you know, you're seeing all these other teams whether it's soccer, baseball, football, you're seeing not only African-Americans, but you are seeing the, um, you know, the um, Latino population, the white population. You're seeing them also, you know, come with us and show support and solidarity. And I love it because it shows that we do have a horrible past, but as long as you educate yourself and you learn from your past, you can always develop and get better and better in things. And that's what I'm seeing from these other um, athletes that are taking a knee. It's just to show that, you know, we can come together and we can actually live, find a way to live in peace. Yeah, yeah, because I just read an article from one more, uh, uh, well, he was, um, he's not an American, he's, he's, he's a German guy, and, but I mean, he's, I think his family is from somewhere in, in, in Africa, whether it was uh, Nigeria or someplace, um, and he plays in Germany, and, and he was basically saying that, listen, all throughout their campaign, he'll be taking a knee. Because he still hopes that uh, the world will see that this is important and th this is just a message that has to be sent. Um, I, I've also been tracking another player who basically talked about how, you know, he was saying that in the entire uh, arena of sports, um, soccer in particular, since these guys were soccer stars, uh, he was saying, listen, and we can take a knee. But he really wants these folks in these organizations to make a decision and to act and do something to bring about a change. So it's been fascinating seeing, um, you know, the willingness 
on the part of these folks to show their support and their understanding uh, for the necessity of uh, respecting that black lives do matter regardless of where you are in the world because i mean i don't know if you know but i mean i i have seen a lot of um a lot of uh headlines even over the past year or more about soccer players who were simply darker in complexion they were darker and th some of them uh were victims of monkey chants people you're chanting like monkeys in the stadiums and and i remember we watched a game where a guy now this guy was from brazil and he was playing a soccer game and they threw a banana at him onto the field yeah he picked the banana up and he basically ate the banana but you, you, you know it, it, it just shows you that this is transcendent of of the u.s even of the u.s and I, I suppose that's what's so powerful about seeing all these folks come together and respond the way they do respond. Would you agree? I would. I actually do remember those um, incidents that happened um, with the soccer players. And it's just, it's sad to see that, you know, not only do you have to deal with it here, but when you go to another country, and you have to deal with this, not probably at the same level of everything else included, but you still have to deal with people doing the monkey chants and throwing bananas and doing stuff like that. So it's like, even when you try to get away from it, you really can't get away from it. Yeah, it, it, is, it is a shame. It, it really is a shame. It really is. Well, uh, Trackstar, is there anything else you'd like to uh, uh, put out there, share with our audience? Um, well, I did want to say that I am with, um, I'm not with the Black Lives Matter movement. I am with the Walk the Talk organization. Um, it is an organization in New Mexico. Um, a, it works alongside the Black Lives Matter movement. And um, also, we also work alongside the indigenous um, movement, the Red, uh, can't remember their name right now. Um, but we also work alongside the indigenous um, people here with the problems that they have, because we have noticed that the same problems that we face, they're also facing. So alongside of, you know, um, black women going missing um they're dealing with the exact same thing of their women going missing and no one's looking into it and no one's doing anything about it so we've kind of joined arms and we're working with them they're helping us out um it's kind of it's a good thing because i never really looked at it from another perspective but being able to see that, you know, I know that other, you know, nationalities, they deal with, you know, the same things that we do deal with to a certain extent. But seeing that they actually are going through the exact same thing that we went through, that we are still going through. And it's just like, wow, like, what can we do to better ourselves as human beings? And it's just, it's, it's crazy. Um, 
sometimes it's hard for me to try to find the right words for it because a lot of the words I want to say, I can't say. Um, but I know that it's a lot that needs to be done. And, you know, we also have to look at other things aside from, you know, just what we were talking about as with sports and taking a knee and with police shootings, we also have to look at, um, you know, our mental health. Um, my main focus, what I'm getting my master's in right now is um, clinical mental health counseling. And seeing things like with a class that I took this semester, how, you know, a lot of things are going on in our community, which is breaking us up and causing us to just tear ourselves down even more. And we need to, like we're doing with the protests, we need to fight for ourselves and what's going on in our own community. And if we can get the help um, from, you know, other nationalities, that would be great. It's just, we really need to start at home. Okay, most certainly. Trackstar, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. You have been listening to Musings with Rob. Please join us again next time. Mm-hmm.